Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. My mandate this evening is going to come from uh, the Gospel of St. Mark, the first chapter. The Gospel of St. Mark, the first chapter. At this point, we're talking about the secondary ministry or the second level of ministry of the Christ. Okay? The second level of ministry of the Christ. You know, sometimes people say, oh, Jesus did not begin his ministry until he was 30. No, there was ministry. However, it was not quite defined in many's eyes as ministry. Hallelujah. Because he was functioning in the first dimension, plural, of the spirit. The first dimensions of the spirit. So he spoke in the synagogues and he argued with the Pharisees and the Sadducees trying to show them the way of the truth. Was that ministry? Yes. But it was in the first dimensions of ministry. He's led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness. He's tempted and then he comes out of the wilderness in the power, the Bible says, of the Holy Spirit. And that's when he enters the next phase, which we all generally call the beginning of his ministry. Many of us, okay, call the beginning of his ministry. But that was in the sense of the physical manifestations, the supernatural dealings that happen with this Christ. Are you listening to me? So, we see him now starting to walk in the miraculous, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, and many such things. Now, in the Gospel of St. Mark, the first chapter, we'll begin from, I want to read a story from the verse 23. In the synagogue where he had gone, this Jesus, a man came with an unclean spirit and he cried out saying, let us alone, what have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? At thou come to destroy us, I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebukes this devil and says, hold thy peace and come out of him. Now he's demonstrating power. And when the unclean spirit had torn this man and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. By the way, there's a very wonderful teaching there. Although in this moment, I'm not able to explain it. But you know, when you're studying how or the wisdom behind, you know, rebuking devils or delivering people from demonic oppression, many people miss something there. The Bible said in the 26th verse, the unclean spirit 
tore him and cried out with a loud voice and came out of him. So when Jesus tells this demon spirit, get out of him, immediately it has had the instruction to go out. There is nothing else it can do except to obey the command that has been given, right? But in this instance, not in all instances, as he rebukes the devil out, the devil starts to manifest by tearing the young man. Bible says it tore him and cried with a loud voice and it came out of him. So look from the time where he rebukes the devil to the time through the process where he tears this man, screams in this man and then leaves him. Now many Christians, when they rebuke a devil, in some instances like this demon spirit in Mark chapter 1 from the 25th verse, it might manifest itself by tearing somebody. It might manifest itself by, you know, screaming out of somebody. Now, some of you, when you see that, you think the devil has not gone. So what do you do? You just continue what? Casting out. I say go, I say go, I say go. And then while in the middle there, the devil discovers, oh, this person doesn't know what they're doing. This person doesn't know what they're doing. That means they're repeating themselves because they don't believe that the first time they rebuked me, I could go. They don't understand their authority. In fact, some can even pretend. You understand what I'm saying? They can make an act. If you're not spiritual, you might think that <laughs> whatever is being done there, they have simply refused to leave the individual. I remember one time we were in a service. I had visited a church somewhere. And then I rebuked this devil out of this child and then started screaming and kicking and tearing and doing everything, manifesting. So I continued ministering. It took about 45 minutes. And after 45 minutes, this devil was still... <laughs> manifesting on this child. So as we are leaving, a dear woman got concerned, said, what is this thing still doing here? So she got hold of this girl and starts, go, they told you to go already. Go in the name of Jesus. They told you, you know Satan, you can't stay in this body. And the manifestation continues. This, this amazed me. This amazed me. So I walked to this lady as she's doing so. I said, you're giving it attention. If you continue doing like this, it will not leave. We rebuked it. Let's just leave. When it's done, it will leave the girl. The moment the demon in the girl had, she woke up immediately, dusted herself, and we went home. Are you following what I'm saying? The devil loves attention. Tell your neighbor, the devil loves attention. Yeah. So sometimes when you rebuke certain things, some things might start screaming loud. You might rebuke a headache and it might start screaming loud. Hallelujah. You might talk to that gut issue, that stomach problem, and it starts to even scream louder. That does not mean that it has not what? You've rebuked it. Get the confidence to know that I have rebuked it and there is no other way this can return in my body. Then you start giving thanks. As it's screaming and tearing, you're giving thanks because there's only one way this ends. It leaves. 
somebody shout hallelujah. Anyway, let's continue. So he rebukes this unclean spirit and verses 27, they were all amazed in so much that they questioned among themselves saying, what is this thing? What new doctrine is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commanded he even the unclean spirits and they do obey him. Verses 28, and immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. And amazingly, my emphasis is on that 28th verse. His fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, God can announce you. <laughs> Somebody shout amen. God can announce you. I have said this before, that everything in the world speaks. Bible says it may be many voices in the world, but there's none without signification. Almost everything you see speaks. The only challenge is that not many of us are able to interpret the meaning of the things these things communicate. 1 Corinthians 14 verses 10, if you will read there. He says there may be many kinds of voices and none is without signification. Everything in the world is speaking. The ground you're seated on speaks. The trees you bypass when you're walking speak. The days speak. The Bible says, let the days speak and let the earth teach us wisdom. Everything you see has an intellect and it has a language. And this is important to understand. In Job the 12th chapter, if you read from the 7th verse, the Bible says, Ask now the beasts, they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, they shall tell thee. He says, Speak to the earth, it shall teach thee. They too have divine oracles according to what has been given to them. They speak to, they teach to. He says, and the fishers of the sea, the Bible says, shall declare unto thee. Verse 9 says, who knoweth not in all this that the hand of the Lord has wrought this, that God himself has done it that way, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. God designed things to speak. That is why once or twice or thrice I gave an example of Jesus Christ walking to a fig tree and it bore no fruit for it was not the season, the Bible says, of the figs. And when Jesus comes to it hungry, he finds nothing. But the Bible says in Mark eleven fourteen, he answered the tree. In other words, it spoke to him. The Bible didn't say he just said to the tree. The Bible says he answered to the tree, no man shall eat hereof 
thereafter. And the Bible says his disciples heard it. No man shall eat of thee hereafter. His disciples, the Bible says, heard it. And what happened to that tree? It dried from the root. Why? Because this is not how that tree was supposed to communicate to the Son of God. I've explained that before. You see, many of us don't understand that before the fall of man, earth was perfect. Everything was in consonance to each other and communicating to each other. Everything was aligned to the will and purpose of God. The Bible says there was no corruption on the earth. But because of the fall of man, the Bible says that the earth was subject. Creation was subject against itself to corruption. Romans 8.20, he says, For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willingly. So creation is under bondage because man fell. And because it's under that kind of bondage, therefore, it reaps corruption. That is why you will see, uh, say, a mango tree grow mangoes. And then at a particular point, these mangoes start to rot. For the sake of those that have never heard about this before, God had never designed anything to corruption. That's not God. He's not a Wester. Even when he was given the children of Israel manna, he never wasted it. So he could not create anything to corruption. So if you were living in that perfect world before the fall of Adam and Eve, when a mango tree grew its mangoes, they would stay ripe until Adam or Eve peak. And the moment they peak, immediately a new one comes out. The moment they peak, immediately a new one what? Comes out. Because provision was not based on seasons. Seasons are just the provision given to creation to adjust through a process of building again what has been corrupted because of its bondage as a consequence of the fall of man. Now, Jesus Christ comes in that perfect order as a man who knew no sin. He expects that when creation sees him, it should respond to him as one without sin. So he walks to the tree and the tree refuses to respond to him as a man without sin and he curses it. He says, no man shall eat hereafter. Why? Because you're rebellious. I'm not in the order of the fallen Adam. I'm in the order of the second Adam, which is a life-giving spirit. I come to you to respond to me because I'm hungry. I don't carry the consciousness of the fallen. So when I turn to you, I expect you to give me fruit. Somebody say, oh, but it was not fair. It was not the tree season. No, when it knows the Christ, it should know how to respond. He is its creator. So he communicated to that tree because he was trying to give you some sort of wisdom to understand that not everything that is subject to corruption should act corrupt to you. Are you following what I'm saying? There is a provision by God by the indwelling life of the Christ in you to be able to turn to something and it should be able 
to respond to you as it sees the Christ. And you have the authority to point at it and say, no man shall eat hereafter and you shall be right. Because now Christ is in you, the hope of glory. This was the mystery the Bible says that was hidden from the ages past and now revealed. It's the revelation of a mystery. Not everybody will understand what I'm saying because this is a mystery that can only be demystified to you. It is something that must be revealed to your spirit. Much as you hear it, not everybody can agree with these sentences. Some sayings in scriptures are dark, not because they are ambiguous, but because our spiritual eyes are not able to see by the lenses we ought to see the things that are spoken in scripture. That is why God wants to raise you to the intent where the wisdom operating on your life, the Bible says, can answer dark sentences. You can interpret the things that are hidden as God has given them for your understanding. Hallelujah. If you understand that, you will run a little mad. You will not act like a normal man when you face everything. You'll understand that if you're planted in the house of the Lord, you flourish in his courts. Hallelujah. Verses 14 says, you will still bring forth fruit in old age. You shall be fat and what? Flourishing. Nothing should disadvantage you. Nothing should frustrate you. Nothing should slow you when you're planted right. That's called positioning. When you know who you are in the house of God, you won't wait for a season. The Bible says you shall be like a tree which is planted by the what? By the riverside. He says you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and you shall bring forth fruit in your what? Season. And your leaf shall not wither and whatsoever you do it shall prosper. You'll bring forth fruit in your season. Not in the season of the world, but in your season. You will determine your season. Oh, hallelujah. You will determine your season. He said, when they say that there is a casting down, it's a season of casting down. It's a season of scarcity of this. The Bible says, you shall say. There is a lifting up. You change seasons. Tell your neighbor, I change seasons. Matago bradega zonta la kotele baradei. I'm talking to business people. They say, you know, this is not the season of back to school. So people don't buy these things. You stand in your business and say, in the mighty name of Jesus, there is a lifting up because I'm not subject to the season of corrupt nature. Jesus is inside me, the son of the living God. And he has taught me right. Business, if you don't align yourself, I'll curse you and start another one. Okay, madam. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. Do you know that there are people in the world who don't live under the rules of the fallen world? Do you know that people in this world who have transcended the curse in the fallen world? Do you know there are people in the world right now who are succeeding in a time when people are failing? Do you know that in the time of COVID, there were people which were making wealth while some were starving? 
Do you know that seven ministries are growing on one face of the earth while some people in certain parts of the world are saying the gospel is running out. Why? Because God is not subject to the seasons of men. Refuse to be subject to the seasons of the corrupt world. Refuse. Refuse. In COVID, Fanero gave more than the months before, ever before. So you would ask yourself, how are they giving in a time where the world is lacking? Simple. We are not subject to the seasons of the world. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you understand that, you'll... <laughs> You'll eat grasshoppers out of their season. You will grow mangoes out of their season. I know now the scientists are looking at me like, have you forgotten the process of germination? No, I've not forgotten the process of germination. I'm just talking about the one who made these things. And that he can make it rain any day and make it shine any day. He can change seasons and times to agree to a certain woman's faith. Somebody say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Say, I refuse to subject myself to the seasons of the fallen world. No, no, no. Hallelujah. So yes, they speak. They speak. But you must know the meaning and know how to answer. A man works for years and Laban wants to rob him of his inheritance. You remember the story? The Bible tells us, they agree, the spotted and speckled are yours. At night, his sons take out all the spotted and speckled, but he needs to earn an inheritance. He defies the laws of science. He defies the laws of DNA. He defies the laws of genes. And the Bible says he gets his flocks in the gutters and puts rods of green poplar and of hazel and chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear which was in the rods. And he sat the rods which he had piled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs when the flocks came to drink that they should conceive when they came to drink and the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle ring strapped speckled and spotted <laughs> do you understand what i'm saying he wants spotted speckled animals and then he gets trees he strikes them and when he does, he wants these animals to see white and a darker color. And then he tells them, drink while you're watching. Meaning a man's vision can reshape his DNA. Did you understand what I'm saying? If you came from a family with flawed genes, you can buy the right vision. Why are the next seed? Somebody shout hallelujah. 
you in your family there was asthma, you can get another vision in your spirit that the seed that comes out of you will not carry asthma. My God. Now, that's your lineage. That is why I tell people, Christians are very dangerous people. The world has just not yet known. But I pray in the name of Jesus, before we all go to heaven, may we see something on the earth. Candles arabagata that will show this world that some of us just didn't come to live and go to heaven. We came to write history. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I refuse to subject myself to the seasons of the fallen world. If it's not working outside, it shall work in my house. If it's not working in the government, it will work in my home. If it is not working in your institution, in mine it shall work. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So everything, like I said, speaks. And they've been ordained to carry oracles in the provisions God has given them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 19, verses 1. The Bible says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day and night, listen, uttereth speech. Even the day speak. Job said it. And night and tonight showeth knowledge. This is so deep. Do you know every day you live, every day you live comes with a certain oracle and an understanding spiritually that is sent for your advantage. Every day you live. Bible says wisdom is on the streets. God releases knowledge every morning. And that is why I charge those of you who pray every day. Every morning you wake up, channel yourself on a certain course to open your spirit to receive the provisions of wisdom that are for that day. And the Bible says that in the last days, knowledge shall be increased. It means that every day that goes by, there is rhema falling and it's available for those who can read. If you cannot get that, then you cannot be relevant in your time. The language God has given us is a progressive language that adapts to the provisions of the rhema of every season as defined by heaven. There are things now on the earth available for those who seek God that were not available on the earth 20 or 30 years ago. That is why, for example, you see how the science, the biology, the technologies of this world are growing faster by the day. These things heaven is releasing. The Bible says wisdom is the mother of all what? Witty inventions. Everything invented on the earth is as a result of the mother, wisdom, Sophia. As of whether a man is born again or not, if his spirit or mind or soul can connect to the frequency of that provision, that man will invent what is provided for in that season. So when you hear people say, in the future, we're going to invent that, some people are already preparing themselves by the provisions available in that season 
as God has ordained it for them to be able to tell where the future is going to take the world and so they're preparing every day they see a projection sort of of how the future is going to look like they're adjusting themselves as of whether it's a business they're adjusting themselves as of whether it's a scientific thing it's an institution they're adjusting themselves and one day some of the management systems that we're using in 2023 might not be relevant in 2030 but as we are going through that journey there is a grace that comes through the knowledge that God pours on the earth and some people are available to sense to smell what is new some are not a few days ago i think it should have been three or four i dreamt about a certain it's so funny i dreamt about a certain application it's amazing now i didn't do it i didn't do it i want to talk to my boys and talk to them about it because i feel in the future something is going to come and i feel somebody now it's available for the season it's available for the season are you following what i'm saying now i started to see some things are so strange to explain but you know the rest is not to the swift you don't need to be a scientist to dream certain things <laughs> steve jobs dreamt the age of apple and iphone yet he could not build a motherboard Bill Gates dreamt the age of windows but he could not build it there were folk who were educated to build it but he had the vision now as that happens in technology it can happen in business it can happen in any other area of life are you following what i'm saying even in the gospel even in the gospel we must carry ancient wisdom but we also must see what's new out of this progressive grace that avails knowledge every morning because if we don't then we shall not be relevant in the time where we're demanded to be the head and not the tail hallelujah so he says day and night utter it speech and they show knowledge verses 3 there is no speech no language where their voice is not heard and this is why i charge people and say if day and night speak and there is no speech no language where their voice is not heard if that can happen to the day and night how about you god's most precious creation the best thing god created it means that is equally even more true for you but let's go back to this testimony that we read in the gospels the bible says that when jesus rebukes the devil these men are like what new doctrine Are you hearing me? What new doctrine is this? That when he speaks to unclean spirits they obey him. What happened? Jesus released the certain sound in the spirit. And when he released the certain sound in the spirit, the demons heard that sound and they knew that they had to obey. And the Bible says, and now immediately after he had rebuked that devil, immediately The Bible says his fame spread abroad through all the region round about Galilee. Let me explain fame. Allow me to explain fame. When you go in the Old Testament and I try to study this of I think the word voice is used about 274 times. Voice. But of those 274 times, 271 times the word voice is used. It means the word kole. The Hebrew word kole. And the Hebrew word kole means sound. But this is what is even more fascinating. 
the word kole also means fame. It also means what? Fame. That means your sound in the spirit announces you. Your voice sprint in the spirit announces you. Your frequency in the spirit realm announces you. That's how God announces us. He does not introduce us without our sound. He does not introduce us without our voices. God, to announce you to the world, must give you a certain sound, a certain vibration, a certain frequency, a certain voice. When that voice comes, then God announces you. So, he rebukes the unclean spirit. And after rebuking the unclean spirit, they say, what manner of doctrine is this? What manner of words are these that even the unclean spirits obey him? The Bible says, immediately his voice started spreading abroad throughout all the regions round about. Now, what the people in these regions receive is stories about him but they don't know that as people are relaying what God is doing through a certain individual it's actually the amplification of his sound sitting in the hearts of men to carry the language to introduce him right where it matters because that's the only way God can propagate and progress the gospel as it ought to. Did somebody get it? Listen to me. Some of you it's not that you're not qualified enough. Some of you it's not that you don't have the credentials. Some of you it's not that you cannot perform when you're given the opportunity. You just don't have the sound to introduce you. You don't have the sound, the authority in the spirit to announce you the way it should announce you. You enter a meeting room, an interview room for a job and you're not announced right. You, you look suspicious. You, you look like you're guessing. You look like you're just trying to be cocky. You, you, you look like, ah, yeah, yeah. And then another man enters and he tells them good morning and they hear sound. They hear a sound. They hear a voice in the good morning. They hear an explanation like this is the one you are looking for. This is the one who has the credentials. This is the qualified one. This is the one with the mandate and assignment. This one can interpret the vision of the organization. Everything else that follows after is just process and procedure. But their hearts have already known that this is the woman to hire. May that be so on your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Do you know you could run a business and it does not leave your doorstep and do you know another man could be doing the same business and it has already left there doorstep. It is sounding in the community. It is sounding in the district. It is sounding in the country. It is sounding with such authority out of the country. Do you know by next year, this month at this time, somebody listening to me on these grounds will have a sound outside Uganda, outside East Africa, outside Africa, in Europe, in Asia, and they will say it began somewhere. Hey. 
was just one Sunday evening. One Sunday evening. We just got a bunch of believers. Sat in that room. Started producing a sound. Just producing. The other day, RCO was calling me. BBC wants to know. Who is Fanero? How did it come? People were just... <laughs> May I prophesy upon your life that this is the season where your soul will not be no. People are just clapping. But everybody wants to know who is Fanero? What do you do? How are you growing? How do those people get together to agree? Who is Jesus? tell Christians every sound you make after revelation every sound you make when a revelation hits your spirit everything that comes out it might be a wululu it might be a yeah it might be a ah it might be a whatever comes out of your spirit when revelation has hit your spirit is not by mistake and it's not useless Maybe in the earthly terms you're woo, but in the spirit you're roaring. Tell your neighbor Christianity is not a quiet faith. I say Christianity is not a quiet faith. <laughs> Why? Because we are we are entities of sound. We are emitters of power. This is our authority. It is our opportunity to be able to extend the crown of the influence God has placed on our lives. Not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. These men are in prison. <laughs> and the Bible says while in prison, they just release a sound. And their sound goes through iron bars. It goes through prisons. And the Bible says, and while they were doing so, an earthquake came. The foundations of the prisons were shaken. And all the doors were open. And every man's bands were loosed. Why? The Bible says, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. So don't sing because you just feel a melody in your spirit. Sing because you know what your spirit can release. This is a season to be announced. Tell your neighbor this is the season to be announced. Right. I see people here who are going to
to be located in such a supernatural way. They are going to be praying, saying, Makorado, Zikalate, and they are fame. They are fame. immediately, 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 their fame will spread abroad. This one is not limited to a visa, it's not limited to the boundaries of a nation, it's not limited to your color, it's not limited to your language, it's not even limited to whether you know how to speak English or you don't know. Just release the right sound. You'll be located. You'll be located. There are people in the world who are looking for you. They're just trying to find you. This is the sermon. I'm saying this is a sermon. Where you're going to emit your fame. God sent us into the world. Tell your neighbor our mandate is big. Yes. Our mandate is big. Our mandate is big. Hallelujah. Glory to God. First Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9. He says, The scripture says, I has not sinned. has not heard I'm reading the amplified version and has not entered into the heart of man all that God has prepared in brackets made and keeps ready for those who love him who hold him in affectionate reverence promptly obeying and gratefully recognizing the benefits he has already bestowed listen for you it's not a matter of God is going to it's already happened when we say it's going it's a manifestation of what God has already made and has kept ready for you I had to become tell your neighbor I had to become I had to become great because he made me ready for greatness hallelujah glory to God he made me ready for success glory to God I am God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus and two good works for which I was ordained for to walk in before the creation of the world This one, don't speak to your neighbor. Speak to the atmosphere. Say, I was made for greatness. I had to be. Say, I had to be. Say it from your spirit, not from your mind. Say, I had to be. Yes, I know your mother almost aborted you, but you had to be. Yes, I know you almost got a car accident when you were 40. You almost died on the road, but you had to be. COVID almost, almost took you out, but you had to be. All those tests of your life can only be almost, but they can't. because he which began that good work in you he shall see to accomplishment to the day of Christ you will not die before your time it can try you but it will not take you out you had to be imagine how many people died the day you were born 
you survived it also. You got a disease in hospital and they almost, some of you understand what I'm saying. But it, uh, you took <laughs> Why? Because heaven was saying, not yet. The sound is not yet out. The sound is not yet out. Hallelujah, glory to God. Some of you, people might look at you, you don't look like you're going anywhere. You don't look like anything is going to change on your life. But I, I wish I, I wish they understand we are just on sound check. Microphone one, two. Your jobs are on sound check. Microphone one, two. Some of you, your ministry are on. Some of you, your uh, your finances are just. You're just on sound check. You just need a few months, two, three years, only a little time. I remember in Fanero, before Fanero began, I was telling the Miriams, I was telling the Rachels, I was telling the Pastor Bryans, I was telling the Ronnie Bukurus, the George Kateregas, I was telling them something is coming. And you know what? They were believing it. They were jumping. They were saying, yes, Papa. Yes, Papa is coming. We might not see it yet, but we're on sound check microphone one. <laughs> Yet, we are still on sound check. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, don't be fooled by the car you drive. I'm still on sound check. Don't be fooled by the ministry and what you see. I am still on sound check. Don't be fooled by the tie. Tell him I'm still on sound check. Don't be fooled by my position in the organization. I am still on sound check. Don't be fooled by my business. Yes, they put me on the newspapers. Maybe I'm on television. I am still on. I've not yet started singing. You know, every time I tell you we've not yet started, that's what I mean. We're still on sound check. Microphone one, two, and this is what is happening. I'm still on sound check. The world has not yet seen yet. Glory to God. Shataco Bradegazo. That is why this is a season to pray. Ladies and gentlemen, stop praying like you just ask. Uh, no, 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 no. Stop praying like you need a job. Pray like the job needs you. Marako de gozimbra de gatalako. Don't pray like you need a generation. Pray like the generation needs you. Pray like the sounds need you. Pray like the media needs you. Pray like the business world needs you. Pray like you are the midwife. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says to us 
God has unveiled and revealed those things through His Spirit. For the Holy Spirit, Amplify, searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden beyond man's scrutiny. When we have the Holy Ghost, when you receive the Holy Spirit in your life, He was the guarantee of the sound that you needed to define your destiny on the earth. That is why I pity people who can't speak in tongues. How else do you pray in the perfect will of God? The Bible says sometimes we know not how to pray like we ought, but the Spirit of God comes on our aid to succor us, to help us in our intercession with groanings which cannot be uttered. And the literal word there, which cannot be uttered. In fact, if you see, if you study the Greek, it says, which cannot be uttered in human language. That means these things can only be uttered by a spiritual language. You can't say, God, I need this promotion. You find yourself that when you say, I need this promotion, the language is too inferior because the weight of authority by which you need to speak goes beyond the promotion on that job. The promotion is talking about is a positioning in the earth to find your purpose. You find yourself, instead of saying, God, I need the promotion, you find yourself saying something like, Makoba da zigalato kerando zigaya. And the Spirit of God groans. Because sometimes what we want to pray for, human language has not yet its power to put into words. If everything you're believing God for, you can pray for in your human language, you're not yet there. Your mic is not even yet switched on. But I'm talking to somebody who has ever found themselves in the middle of prayer and they find that English is not enough, their mother tongue is not enough, their tears are not enough, their screams are not enough, their cries are not enough, and from their spirit a groaning starts to come out. That's what Jesus feels when he goes to Lazarus and then he gets onto the tomb. He knows his friend is hidden there. The Bible says he groaned in the spirit. The Bible says Jesus groaned in the spirit and he was troubled. And after he was troubled, he said, where have you laid him? Why? Because that was not a groaning of a disadvantaged man. That was a groaning of a man who knew the power of his sound. He gets there and he says, Lazarus, come forth. I know the sound I released a couple of minutes ago. A couple of seconds ago, I know the voice I released. It can't leave you in that grave. Even if you've rotted for four days, it doesn't matter. I've released the right sound. Lazarus, come forth. When he gets there, he doesn't pray. Why? Because he had released the right sound. Just tells Lazarus, come forth. And there is nothing in the world that can frustrate that process. Bone upon bone, sinew upon sinew, muscle upon muscle. The man composes himself and the cold blood becomes warm. The heart starts to pump again and this man comes out. 
Now, because of that sound, I'm reading the story of Lazarus. Some of you are going to release sounds that if Christ is not yet back, they shall be talking about you. Some of you, you're going to release sounds that until Christ returns, if he tarry, they'll say, there was a woman somewhere in, there was a man of God somewhere in, <laughs> Woo! Woo! I feel like praying. I want some sound. Enough is enough. Your family must agree. Your son must agree. Your marriage must agree. Your body must agree. Your ministry must agree. Your visions must agree. Your dreams must agree. Your job must agree. Release the sound. Shatala kabradega. Zarako sekete. Marako telegada bazanda kota. Kerarogo zikarararaba. Grown in the spirit if you have to. That issue that has taken long. Today get a hold of it and deal with it once and for all. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Don't pray. Don't pray like you were praying last night. Pray like you're releasing a sound in the spirit. Pray like the angels are hastening to fulfill the words that you're speaking from your mouth. Pray like heaven is open to hear once and for all. Pray like you know a mountain must move. Pray like that situation must change. Pray like that the disease leaves that body this evening. Pray like you know it's now or never. Don't look at others. You pray your prayer. Masala barari, pradega zom pradega sa, erekeze balade. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. He should have killed you earlier, but you have the language. You have the tongue. The Bible says you shall decree a thing and it shall be established because I honor the grace I placed on your lips. Whatever you shall bind on the earth, it shall be bound in the heaven. Whatsoever you loosen on the earth, it shall be loosened in the heavens. Mashalakara, Zobaradega Sombrada, Kotala Patalaka, Marakotelekote, Sharararabarade. You're not gonna die now. You cannot die young. Your body must respond. Your heart is listening. Your kidneys are listening. Your liver is listening. Your intestines are listening. Your womb is listening. Your mouth is listening. Your ministry is listening. Your marriage is listening. Your children, it doesn't matter whether they are here or not, they're listening. Uganda is listening. America is listening. Asia is listening. Europe is listening. India is listening. In the mighty name of Jesus, Brazil is listening. The world is listening. Release your sound. Introduce yourself. God is announcing you. God is announcing you. He says, behold, I give you power 
to trample on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you that is authority that is authority that is your sound he said i've made you the head and not the tail above and not beneath forward and upward only he says you're the head and not the tail he says you shall be above only you shall not be beneath
groan whatever sound you release heaven knows and understands this is your time this is your season these are your days these are your years it's not escaping you it's not escaping you your miracle is here your miracle is today it is today they shall know you for the glory of God you're not looking for fame as for your flesh you're looking for fame for the sake of the gospel for the sake of Jesus hey the Bible says you written epistle known and read by all men how you're read is a question you must be read right communicate 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 His glory will be revealed oh, When the Spirit takes over your soul When the Spirit takes over Uganda. What is on your life is beyond Kenya. 
It's beyond Tanzania. It's beyond Burundi. It's beyond Africa. It's beyond Nigeria. It's beyond Ghana. It's beyond Togo. It's beyond Libya. It's beyond Cameroon. It's beyond Malawi. It's beyond Zambia. Makatako, Sambra de Gata, Lekatola Pa, Reka de Bade, Romba de Gazo, Makasata, Rakatalapa, Rakadigazo, come on, roll, Makalade. He says, Ask of me, I will make nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. Ah, 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 ah. Sambradega, Makotelepa, Maragado, Sangatele, Ah, Sakoreba, let your worship go beyond Uganda, let your worship go beyond South Africa, let your worship, oh, Makoba, Sombrade, Lakodeba, let your message go beyond the boundaries of Uganda, go beyond the boundaries of where you live, go beyond your color. Go beyond your creed. Go beyond your age bracket. Go beyond your qualifications. In the mighty name of Jesus. Make your sound. Make your sound. Make your sound. The earth is listening. The earth is listening. The universe is listening. Hey. Hey. The world is listening. There is no speech, no language, where their voice is not heard. There is no speech, no language, where their voice is not heard. My God, I feel like releasing the anointing. Somebody needs to receive what I'm feeling this evening. Just raise your hands and say, I receive. The power of God comes upon you. My God, my God, receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. God is releasing something. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive your next level. Receive your next level. Receive the ministry. God has blessed on your life. Somebody receive it. Somebody receive it. Something is heavy and it's pouring on this ground. Something so heavy is pouring on this ground. Power of the Holy Ghost. Prophets, receive it. Hey! Apostles, receive it. I want to pray something for business people. If you're a business person and you're here, receive something that is going to introduce you to the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Leaders, receive it in the name of Jesus. Worshippers, receive it in the name of Jesus. Evangelists, pastors, Teachers of the word, receive your voice. 
to clap your hands to Jesus like you've received it. Come on, celebrate Jesus. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're healed. You're free. It's working. The greatest business people in the world are here. The greatest innovators are here. The people that will appear on CNN very soon and Al Jazeera explaining their recipe are here. Watch what Jesus is going to do. Some of you don't even have a clue what you've prayed for. <laughs> but in a few days, You're going far. You're going far. Wait when you start speaking. You're just still checking the mic. Wait when you start speaking. Wait when you start worshiping. Everything will wait for your sound to be heard. Everything will pause for your sound to be heard. In the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing will take you out before your sound is heard. There's a heavy anointing on this altar. Somebody is receiving something. My God, my God. What you're receiving tonight is going to define you. Some people thought they knew you, but they're going to discover they didn't. You're about to amaze people. 
If you're here and you've never given your life to Christ, if you're there and you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just repeat these words after me. Say, Father God, I thank you for the gift of Jesus. Today, I have made the choice to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior of my life. I give my life to you, my God, to lead me, to change me, to fill me, to transform me. Amen. This sermon has been brought to you by Fenero Ministries International. For more information, contact us on telephone number plus 256-200-999-400 or email us at info at You can also find us on the web at www.fenero.org. Follow us on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Fenero Ministries International. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our week fellowships at the Uma Upper Gardens from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. and for our Sunday services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. at the Uma Multipurpose Hall. Fenero, make manifest.